What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Section 2 show presented by Capital Sports Media Network. From high school to the pros, CSMN is the Capital Region's home for everything sports. This is the founder of CSMN and the Section 2 show host, Kyle Milligan. Let's get started. I got a lot of energy coming today. Very special guest coming off an incredible event that CSMN was able to pull off so successfully. Capital Sports Media Madness was an absolute success. Congratulations to our winners that filled out a bracket. Our first place winner was Brendan Roby, second place Jordan Prouty, and third place Chad Boyles. Congratulations to them on placing in the top three out of over 100. I think it was 10 brackets that were filled out. It was awesome. Uh, A lot of support. Very impressive. What a March Madness tournament it was. And if you're a Yankee fan and you haven't checked out Start Spreading the News podcast yet, make sure to do that. We dropped an episode yesterday discussing the Yankees' first week of baseball, and that's me and my co-host Trevor Niffin. Find that on our website or social media at Capital Sports MN. You can find that on Spotify, Apple Pods, whatever platform you have, it's on there. We want to thank our sponsor, Sports Zone at Colony Center in Albany, and also Smite Gaming for allowing us to use their awesome facilities to stream Media Madness. Make sure to look out for more CSMN events in the future, and even this summer, lots of big things are coming, but make sure to go to Sports Zone at Colony Center and buy your college and professional gear. Today is episode 8, and we are in the heart of football season now, high school football in the Capital Region, and we bring in an absolute stud today. Troy High School running back and slot receiver Xavier Lee, class of 2021, is joining us here in a few minutes. Xavier has multiple Division One offers. It's now just a matter of where he will go and when that will happen and where he will commit to. Also, a very good friend of mine and once teammates on the diamond and on the football field back in Pop Warner days over in Troy with the Troy Patriots. Lots of good times there. He's with me here now. Let's bring him in. Xavier Lee, what's going on, brother? So, bro, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm hyped about this one, definitely. It's been busy for you. You've had three games up to this point, and they all resulted in dominant victories, as expected, I think. You beat LaSalle 42-12, to Amsterdam 55-6, to and Averill Park 46 to nothing. I mean, those are just some beatings, some manhandlings, to be honest, and great results so far from the Flying Horses so far. I mean, I sit here and I look at Max Preps, and I look at all these scores and the box scores. It's You've been balling out so far, and we see the final scores. So how, how are you playing personally? Personally? I think I'm playing good. I'm playing as what the coaches expect me to play as. But it's really just a team thing. So we just keep it as a team thing. We all play hard in one game. Yeah, it's definitely a team game. But I have to ask, you know how many how many touchdowns you got so far? Uh, we only played three games. I think I have at least 13. It's either 13 or 14 touchdowns. Oh, my goodness. I might have that many in my career. Probably not. <laughs> Now, I want to list these stats off for our viewers because they're simply incredible, unbelievable. In your junior year, which was last season, you had 157 carries, over 1,300 yards, 23 touchdowns, five receptions also in 88 yards with a touchdown, 40 tackles, five sacks. I mean, these these resulted in you being named the Class A Section 2 Player of the Year and first team running back. Simply unbelievable. I mean, I play Madden, and my running back usually doesn't have the, those kind of numbers. What would you say is, like, the biggest reason for your incredible success on the field? Uh, just like my hard work on the offseason, the coaches, they uh, they keep every player on the team, they keep every player focused. So just working hard and getting it done in the season comes. Yeah, I see you guys putting in work over there on the turf. Which, what's that offseason like? Are you, are you playing with guys from all different kinds of schools? What's that like? Uh, this offseason was wicked. I had, it was like an extended offseason, basically. So, like, yeah, we all, like, kids from other schools, we all got together. We played seven on seven and did like little tournaments here and there. So we were all just getting better. And then with my teammates, we all like at the field, ladders, throwing the ball around, running routes. So we was always getting after it. Now, is that ran by coaches or is that all you guys? No, that was all us. 
Yeah, it's impressive stuff. You, no program or anything, just you guys getting after it on the field? Yeah, I love the game. Yeah, of course. And when it comes to sports this year, the reality of the situation is that there's just they're just not the same. Whether that's fewer regular season games, fall sports being played in the spring, no playoffs or different playoffs, different type of, you know, brackets. And usually, you know, like, for example, basketball, Suburban Council played just the Suburban Council instead of going to sectionals and then on to states. or You know, just the unsureness of whether you're going to play the next day, too. You never know when season's going to get canceled, game's going to get canceled. You just got to go day by day with this virus. You just don't know. And nobody has all the answers. I mean, no athletic director has all the answers. It's it's day by day process. And as an athlete, that works as hard as you do for for the opportunity to play the game of football at such an elite level. How do you handle all the stuff that goes on off the field this year with COVID? It's something you've really never had to worry about until recent time. Um, yeah, it's a struggle. Uh, not knowing if we're going to play next week after we win. We really just ask questions. So we just ask. We learn a lot of questions. Um, about like COVID and stuff like that. Also, we just, just wear your mask. I feel like if you wear your mask, then you won't have to worry about all that stuff. Um, you know, it, it's hard, but get through it. We finally got a season, so we're all excited for that. And uh, what's your? Are, are you guys also doing like two days in, three days off for school, or how's that working? Oh yeah, we're doing like you could be either be hybrid or you could just go um totally remote. So like, yeah, you get two days in, two days out. What are you doing? I'm doing hybrid. I got to go into school. Does the football team require to do that, or can they be all online too? Uh, no. Nah, there's some players that are fully remote. It's not like a like it's a choice. It's not uh, mandatory that you have to come in. Now, everyone in the capital region is aware that the end goal for Troy High School football every single year is never you know a good or even great regular season, but it's to win it all. Will there be a playoffs this year, and and what will that look like? Uh, yeah. There's a section of playoffs. There's not a state tournament. So I guess actually I'm not really sure actually how it's gonna go at the end, but it says at the end of the bracket it says the one seed in the one division plays the two seed in the second division for the first playoff game, and then the winner plays in the championship. I'm not sure like if the cha- I'm not sure where the championship is held, but I know that's how it's gonna go at the end of the season. So being a team that you know the goal is always bigger than just having a good regular season, like how how do you guys handle that? Like is that make you mad the unsureness of the playoffs like what how's that going are you treating every game like a championship game it could be your last yeah definitely uh this our team this year we have a lot of seniors so like we almost had this taken away from us so we're not showing no remorse in the field we're not holding anything back so every game you go out there and you just play hard as hard as you can and when we talked before this i asked you what your goals were for this season you told me you wanted to be the best running back in the state what does it take to accomplish such a goal like that? I mean, most athletes your age don't have a goal to be the best in the state. Maybe it's even best on your team, but what's that take to accomplish that kind of goal, being the best running back in the state? It's hard work. Um, I feel like I worked hard during the quarantine. Hopefully at the end of the season, I can get, I can get that goal. Now, almost every high school athlete has someone they look at and that plays at a higher level, whether it's you know college or professional level. Do you have someone in the NFL that you look to or college football that you look to them and say, like, I want to be – like that guy? My favorite running back in the league right now is Alvin Kamara. So I'll say, like, yeah, he's, like, a guy I look up to. Like, I want to be, like, when I get older or make it to the league. Yeah, he's a beast. Now that you say that, I, I definitely see that comparison. Like, even at a young age, I, I saw how much of a hybrid player you are. You know, you can catch out of the backfield. You can go, obviously, take the ball and run it for 90 yards at any single point. I mean, just when you turn on the Jets, 
they go, and Alvin Kamara can definitely do it all. I mean, he's a he's pro, he's debatably you know the best running back in the league, so that's definitely not a bad uh, comparison right there. When it comes to the recruitment process, it's certainly different for everyone. Now, I, I won't make you dive too much into it because I know a lot of that information is private, and I don't want you to get in trouble or anything by me. But what is that feeling like to work hard all your life? And and you know, I've seen you work hard. I've seen you do it on the field. Um, and off the field, and, and how, what's it like to see Division One football programs to want you to be a part of their program specifically? Uh, it's definitely a dream come true because not everybody can do it. But yeah, as, as like, like you were saying, we were little playing pop Warner. Like I didn't even know like this was gonna happen. I just came out playing, and then I just took the game serious. I fell in love with it and brought it all the way up. So I got older to high school and then kept doing the same thing I was doing in Pop Warner scoring, working hard, being a team player, and it just came. Now, what age was it where, like, all this started, ha- all this recruiting stuff started to happen? Like, was it surprising? Like, you said you weren't really expecting it. Like, did it just pop up out of nowhere? How how did, how did it all start? Going into my, I think my junior year, I started getting, like, follows on Twitter and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm showing, like, Dad Holmes, uh, Joe Stone, some of you guys, like, like, what should I do? Should I DM the coaches? Are they going to DM me? I'm nervous and stuff. So, and they tell me just keep working. And then, like, after a couple games, like, literally after the junior season, that's when the coaches started, like, hitting me up, sending me edits and stuff like that. And then eventually those conversations and stuff, they led school uh, getting me an offer. So, that's really how it went. Did a lot of that exposure come from being on, you know, a team that you were on the team that won the state championship, right? Yeah. A lot of that exposure come from there, and that, did that kind of, like, start a trend of, like, seeing those guys like Devin Holmes in front of you? Did that kind of be like, man, these guys set the path and tone of, you know, what your high school football career would be and that you wanted to play at the next level? Did they have an impact on you? Yeah, they yeah they definitely put Troy football. Not only did they have an impact on me, they definitely put Troy, Troy football on the map. Yeah, I, yeah, those guys, watching those guys go off to college and play, it just inspired me to do the same thing, so. Yeah, and I mean, just the, the when you think of Troy High School football, I think you automatically think of like a team that wants to do more than have a good regular season. You know, like, you don't really look at many teams in the capital region and, and be able to say, you know, like, wow, that that team's going to be there every year. They're a problem year in, year out. Doesn't matter what their roster is. That's a program that's always going to be good. What separates Troy High School football from all other football teams in the capital region? We work hard. I think we work harder than any other team in the capital region. Honestly. And our coaches, our coaches push us to be the best. There's no let up. Even if we're doing good, we're still getting yelled at. We're still being reminded constantly every day that we need to be better than maybe we're doing. So our coaches and hard work. Yeah, I want to take you back a few years and give you some memories. We had our days together in Troy with Pop Warner football with the Troy Patriots. That was truly a family, and I, I miss football to this day, man. Every single day I wake up and I just wish I was going. like Friday, There's nothing like Friday Night Lights. There's nothing like that feeling being able to play there. I know we went went down to Albany a few times. There's just nothing like that field being able to step out on the field and play some football and hit somebody on a Friday night. I've handed the ball off to you plenty of times back then, and I can just remember that feeling when the ball was in your hands. It just always felt like you were going to do something very special, and everyone had their eyes on you. A play that I'll never forget, and I'm sure you'll never forget either, is the time you took off for like a 60-plus yard run, and you tweaked something really bad in your leg or ankle or whatever it was, and you just tried to continue until you like could no longer do it, and you ended up going down right before the end zone, actually, and that was very scary play. Do you remember that? 
What haunts yeah, you more? Right what haunts you more? Man. That inju- that injury or the fact that you didn't score the touchdown? <laughs> that didn't score. I was literally right there. It was a playoff game. Oh, man. Yeah, man. That hurt. Just thinking about it. I, I I think about that often, man. Like uh, just Troy Pop Warner. That was total family. And in all seriousness, when you think about like Troy Pop Warner football and the history of that program had and the love we all had for that family, what comes to, to mind first? The junior Pee year we had. Oh, man. Every time I think about Troy football that year, it comes back up to me. Because he was there. He was literally right there. He had the championship in our hands. And we just, like, got it taken away from us, I would say. I wouldn't say we even lost that game, to be honest. Yeah, you talking about North Colony. Literally. North Colony, the guy the guy yeah. went down on the knee on the one, and they called him in. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, triple overtime. Yeah, That's man. I, I was playing. <laughs> I was actually playing nose guard for that game. That play was right in front of me. And, and, and let me tell you, that, that running back went down before he even crossed the line of scrimmage. He, and I think they needed a yard or two. He probably went down before he crossed the line of scrimmage. And then he you know, he put the ball in the end zone like after he was already down for maybe 10 seconds and just a huge pile and nobody could see it. And the refs just gave it to him. And I, and I definitely felt like we were stripped out of a title. But, hey, at least you, at least you got a ring on your finger, man. I'm still here waiting for mine, so. At least you ended up winning a championship down the road. Yeah. <laughs> now, once this se- season does come to a finish, we will already be pretty close to your next season, which comes in the fall. I mean, it it's so close. In last episode, I talked to Trent Randall from Shalma, and, you know, he's got a season coming up too. It's going to be a quick turnaround. It's something like, you know, you've never done, like being able to go from a spring football season to a fall football season. That's going to be a big adjustment. How are you kind of preparing yourself for that? Or is it all just high school right now? Don't think about that yet. Uh, no, you, can, you definitely have to think about it because high school is almost over, you know. But I think us playing in the spring is like getting me ready, getting my body in football shape and getting me ready to play in the fall. Because it's probably just going to be the same thing with lifting, running. So, I rather, I'm, I'm glad actually that we get to play in the spring. So I've been saying like COVID was like blessing in disguise and stuff like that. So I guess this is, a, this is it. Yeah, and even though you're not 100% sure of where you will be playing next season, I mean, I'm not going to try to get it out of you, but how do, I know if, I think it was last year I asked you where you're going. You said, just wait and see. <laughs> Come on, man. How, do, how does it feel knowing pretty soon you'll be playing college football at the next level no matter where you play it? It feels good. You know, wherever I go, I'm just going to go in there, uh, work hard, and hopefully get a starting spot. I'll just tell you, that Troy High School baseball team has big expectations this year, too. And, Xavier, I'm sure you're aware of the studs they have on their team, along with my guy, Mike Kennedy. Ever cross your mind to pick up a bat again and compete on the diamond one last time? Listen, Kyle, I already, I already, <laughs> I already been thinking about playing baseball. Just to end it all, how I started, you know, from my senior year, everything, guys, but. I don't know. We'll see. Because either I'm going to do that or run track to get ready for this football. So it's we'll see. So it's one or the other. Something might be happening here. Yeah. All right. You're here to hear, hear yeah, first. Section there. 2 show. Xavier Lee might be playing baseball this year. I'm sure I'm sure the guy at Lansingburg Royals would love to see that. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure they can use your speed on the diamond, whether it's being a pinch runner. I know, I know you'd want to hit, but damn, would they love to have a running back on first base. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> I like to play the outfit, too. Play the outfit. I got, I got to say, I was watching all the videos Berkeley 5 Mixtapes has on you in Troy High School Football. He actually came out with one uh, today, and that, I thought that video was absolutely sick. And shout out Berkeley 5 for that, by the way. Goose is doing incredible things over there. We love his stuff here at CSMN. 
You can find his videos at Berkeley Five Mixtapes. But man, Xavier, I see your celebrations and they get me hyped. Take me through those, Xavier. That that between the legs leap and a hook arms thing you do you got going on over there. Who's who's that with? Is that is that Malachi? Who is that? No, that's that's Nas. That's my guy. That's like my brother. Oh, okay. So yeah, we um, it all started at seven on seven. We were gonna try to do it, but we were just like a seven on seven. Like, like it's really no reason to celebrate seven on seven. And then we brought it to the tackle, and yeah, that's like something we do every time when we have enough energy after we score as one touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking like football is football's one of the only sports that hasn't missed out on a, on a season now. Like, it, isn't that that that's got to be something that's in the back of your mind? Like, you you haven't missed out on a season where when other teams have and other sports have, it's just going out there and not taking anything for granted and you know having a good time. It's it's definitely good to see. For the people that did miss out on the season, I mean, yeah, it sucks. Work hard and all season and take all the energy, all the negative energy, or however you were saying, and then just turn it into positive energy when you get your season next year. Anyway, Xavier, I, I want to thank you for taking the time today to join me. I really appreciate it. Hey, I heard Troy is actually playing today. Tell everyone, Xavier, where and when. Where can people watch that? Yeah, we play at 7. If you have me on Snapchat or any social media, I'll be posting the link. Yes, yeah, so I'm doing a link. This is going to be a link going on probably around like 5 tomorrow. All right, you heard the man Xavier Lee. Go check that out. Troy High School football especially certainly will not disappoint tomorrow night. Xavier, good luck tomorrow. Stay healthy and do what you do out there, man. I'll, I'll be catching up and staying in touch, all right? Uh, thanks for having me. All right, man. Ball out tomorrow. There you go. There he goes, Xavier Lee from Troy High School football. Incredible athlete, an incredible person. Once a teammate of mine, just, you know, that guy is a stud, and he's going to do big things at this level. He already has. He's going to do big things at the next level. Just Definitely an athlete in the Capital Region to keep an eye on for the rest of this season and definitely next year. That's all I got for you today, though. As we wrap up, thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us on social media at Capital Sports MN and check out our website for all the great Capital Region content that we provide. We also provide a lot of professional content. Check that out, too, as well as the Start Spreading the News podcast, which our, that episode came out yesterday. Go check that out if you haven't already. Next episode, episode 9, we will be joined by Cambridge girls basketball players Lillian and Sophie Phillips to discuss their great careers and also their futures at Division One colleges, University of Rhode Island and New Albany. That'll be a very exciting one. I'm really excited about that one. Anyway, that's all I got. See you here same time next week. CSMN founder and host of the Section 2 show, Kyle Milligan. I'm out. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyle Milligan, founder of CSMN. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Capital Sports MN and find all of our content on our website at CapitalSportsMN.com. Peace out, everyone. God bless. Thank you.